Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again to another episode or part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. We've been working through the scriptures of Isaiah 61 and 62. These were foundational in Pastor Deborah's life, that's me, to learn how to help you the Lord's way. I had to know his heart for you. I had to know his desires for you. I had to know what his prophetic words were for you. So Isaiah 61 and 62 is what I studied for years. I learned about him and I learned about you. And I learned about what he wants to do in you and with you and through you here on earth so that he gets the glory and that you are healed and set free of many, many things. We've been working in Isaiah 62, and we had been working and had just finished up in verse number five, I believe. And we're going to start number 19 at verse number six. So welcome. How do you like that picture? That's from Pixabay, a company that makes and provides free motion videos for us. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Now I want to thank YouTube for providing a platform freely for Pastor Deborah and God to work through. We want to thank Zoom, that's who I'm recording through, and the Yeti company for making wonderful microphones, and the cameras and the laptops that I got at Best Buy. Thank you, all of you, for you are in the ministry and the work of the Lord, helping him to travel all over the world and to get his message out in unique ways, wonderful ways. So thank you to all of you. As you know, I work out of the King James Bible, the authorized. It's one that has a wonderful history and story, and it has no commentaries in it. And the reason it's called King James, because King James was the king of England, Scotland, and Ireland. He was raised Protestant, but his mother was Catholic. And he was the cousin of Queen Elizabeth I. And when he got into England after her death, there was already two Bibles in England, the Bishop's Bible and the Geneva Bible. The Bishop's Bible was written by former Catholic bishops and priests, very Latin-oriented, not very well translated. And the Geneva Bible was written by what you would call the Puritans. And they didn't like royalty or gold. And they had all these commentaries, or they were poor. And King James said, we ain't going to have that. I was taught the Holy Spirit will be the, our interpreter. Just translate the words out of the original Greek and Hebrew, maybe Aramaic, and that's all. The Holy Spirit will do the rest. So that's why I stay in it. And you'll eventually learn how to change the these and the thous. And then God even had me to add another word in front of just about every word, the word spiritual. Because I learned that God's words are spirit and they are life. So I had to understand the Bible from a 
deep spiritual context. So I had to write out when I wrote scriptures or books, the word spirit, spiritual, and put it in front of everything. Mm -hmm. Then my mind started seeing the word from a spiritual lens, not a lens of denominations, not a lens of religion, but of the realm of the spirit. And even all the battles and the stories, they were played out in the natural through flesh creatures who did not have the Holy Spirit, but God was using it, nature, all that was going on down here on earth to help us to see spiritually what we could not see. Now he uses fairy tales and books, poems like the Odyssey, Greek plays, movies, books, fairy tales, science fiction. They all help us to see beyond the natural world. That's right. We want to thank all who've written stories to help us. Pictures, songs, that's right, plays, everything God uses to help us. The animal kingdom, the earth, the weather, politics, religion, everything. He doesn't waste anything. He uses it even if it's perverted and dark and not the truth. He'll use it to contrast the flesh that's in the soul. He'll use it to teach you about the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. He'll teach you about love and hate, sin and obedience. He'll teach you about death and life, the power of words the power of your actions and deeds. Mm -hmm. He even has justice and judgment here in the natural world. And if you're looking, you will learn. So here in Isaiah 62, verse 6, is where we'll begin in this part of my dear spiritual child letter from me, not me, but him, agape love himself. But before we begin, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, help us again as you open up your words of spirit and life to us. Help us to hear and see your Holy Spirit as it teaches our spirits. Help us, Father, if we are still in the soul, help us while we're there. If we desire a Hebrews 4.12 to be spiritually circumcised out of our soul, birthed anew like a beautiful butterfly, a child of the light, a child of you, then let that happen while we are teaching. Father, call them all to you. This is your work. This is your ministry, and you're about it, even here in this letter to them. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right. We had just left verse number five, where God said, after I clean you up, I get you all dressed and clean. I'm going to call you a different name. I'm going to say my spiritual delight is in you now. You're no longer desolate of me. You'll be married and one with me in an intimate relationship. There'll be no sex, but you'll be spiritually one with me. I will be in you and you will be in me. 
and you'll be a virgin again, as if you've done no wrong. You're not dirty, but white and glorious. A baby you'll be. But he'll start you all over again. So here in verse number six, we pick up. The Lord says, I have spiritually set spiritual watchmen. That's them back there talking. Upon your spiritual walls of your spirit, O Jerusalem, which means the city of peace. That's your spirit. Which shall spiritually never hold their spiritual peace day and night. They're always talking, sending out signals, sending out transmissions, sending out sounds, lights, words of encouragement, truth, healing, deliverance, always to your spirit. So that you, spiritual ones of the Lord, will make spiritual mention of me. He's trying to help you to talk about him like I do to other people. He's trying to help you. He has these watchmen always talking to you. What is that? His words through his Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit is sending out the words of God to you. Comfort, peace, joy. And he is telling this Holy Spirit, this watchman, don't you ever be silent. You keep talking to their spirit. You keep shining out my word. You keep speaking night and day. Verse number seven. And give him, Isaiah 62, verse seven says, these spiritual watchmen, no spiritual rest. Could be the pastors, the teachers that are always speaking, coming to you on YouTube, podcast. In churches and books and songs. Don't let him rest until he spiritually establishes and until the Lord makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. God is working through his Holy Spirit, his words of spirit and life, through pastors, teachers, songs. He's working through pictures. To your spirit. He's trying to make your spirit. Your forever person. His city of peace. Jerusalem. In the earth. In your physical body. That's on the earth. See his spirit. His spiritual Jerusalem. Is here in my spirit. And it needs to have this message. Going out to my soul. To transform it. In the earth. This is the earth, the dirt body, and on the earth itself. That is some powerful work. So their spiritual watchmen are always talking, helping, speaking, singing my, to my spirit, helping it to make this new city of Jerusalem a reality where God can settle down and shine out his light of peace. Verse number eight, the Lord has spiritually sworn by his right hand. Have you seen anybody raise their right hand? Oops. Put their hand on a Bible and swear. Take an oath, take a vow before God. He says, I've done that. And by the arm of his spiritual strength, he says, surely 
I will no more give your spiritual corn to be spiritual meat for your spiritual enemies. Your corn is your image and nature. You're to rule. You're to be a king, a politician, a healer, a deliverer. You're to help people with trauma, abuse, post-traumatic stress. You're the healer, not the other medical profession. You, a spiritual being, the forever person. I won't give that job and duties to another. I won't give it to Satan anymore. You will do it, he says. And the spiritual sons of the spiritual stranger. Well, who is that? Those that don't believe in you. Those that don't believe in me and my words. They're strangers to me and to you. Said, I won't give to them anymore to drink your spiritual wine, your intimacy with me, your common union. I won't do that. I will move your rulership from out of their hands. I'll show you how that works. There are businesses out here. I didn't know I was really affecting them, but I was. They come to me. They're CEOs in the spirit. Ask me, what are they to do about people? And I give them counsel. Normally, they would go to their lawyers, and they will. But they're asking counsel of me, which gets the counsel from God. They are now going to God, not to spiritual strangers, not to Satan, not to the ways of the world. And they now will drink the wine of the Lord that I'm supposed to be drinking from, his forgiveness and mercy, for which I have spiritually labored. What happens is he says, you're doing the work, Pastor Deborah, but other people getting the credit. Satan is building a kingdom down here. Now he's getting credit. You're not building the kingdom. You're not about the father's business, he says. So strangers are doing what you're supposed to be doing, eating what you're supposed to be eating, having authority where you're supposed to be having authority, drinking your wine, and you're not doing it because you aren't about my work. So, but once you get changed, become a mature Christian in me, and you're one with me intimately, then that's all going to change. And the spiritual strangers aren't going to do this anymore. They aren't going to eat your food. You will be in your place doing what I have called you to do. And I want to end right here. That's some powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. How many of you know you're so, sort of supposed to be a leader? But you're trying to be a leader in the world by the world's ways. How many of you think you're supposed to help raise up children? And you're doing that. But you're perverting their minds and their souls. And you don't even believe in this God of the King James Bible as God. And you don't believe in his son. As a son of God. And you don't believe you are a son of God either. So many of us see movies where kings believe they were gods on earth. They were. They were perverted. That was their soul speaking. It's not supposed to be the God 
It's not supposed to be the king. The soul is not. And neither is the flesh. I just saw a great movie about King John who signed the Magna Carta. He was an evil, wicked king, even though he came from a long line of kings in England. But he abused his power. And the people rose up and the barons and the lords and forced them to sign the Magna Carta, given rights by law to the people. He was forced to sign it. And then he got mad and he started going around and killing every baron who ever signed the Magna Carta and killing them because he said England was his. He wasn't going to tolerate this. He was born to be king, came from a long line of kings, and you weren't going to take his country and his kingdom away from him and give people to the pow uh, power to the people. And, the, and they held him off in a city called Rochester. There was a Templar knight and some baron and stuff. Got nasty. But you learn a lot. The soul is trying to be king, but it's perverted and dark, and it lives with Satan. Its spirit is perverted. Oh, they were believers. They were basically all Catholic, which is not of the kingdom of God. They would use horrible, horrible things from religion to control people. God doesn't do that. He works with the spirit. So in this movie, I can't even remember the name of it. You watched this Templar be seduced by a beautiful woman. Lust and desires began to work. Fear rose up. Horrible things the flesh did to the these barons cut their hands off, cut their feet off. Well, eventually the French king came to this castle, this keep, and defeated King John, and he died of dysentery. And a French king ruled England. Man is to be a king and rule down here on earth, but not from the soul, not from the evil, wicked soul or a darkened spirit it is to rule with an enlightened spirit from the city of jerusalem the city of peace that transforms the soul mm -hmm. through agape love so god is saying he's going to keep working and he's going to keep talking and his watchmen are going to keep working spiritually until he gets his city of Jerusalem built and he makes what he has had to allow others, your soul, the spiritual strangers and the demons and Satan to have because we lost it, but we can get it back with a new birth. And that's what this letter was about that agape love is now sending out. Come home. Let me rebirth you. Make you a righteous king, a holy one, where you will rule and reign from the spirit and you can be entrusted to give wise wisdom to the earth, to businesses, to governments. You are a politician, an ambassador 
of the kingdom. He's telling, he's talking, his watchmen are speaking, his words are going out to you. And he says, my agape love is in everything. It's coming to you through space and time. Because there's no distance too great, he says, for him to travel to reach you. And he's trying to help you become all he desires for you to be, that he created you to be, that he decreed you to be a king, ruling and reigning and managing the earth from the kingdom of heaven's viewpoint and laws here on earth. Mm -hmm. So if you want to become a new creature, if you want these words to help you, and you want to become a new child of his, where you will then be taught how to be a king. You have to grow up into all that he says you're to be. Then come, let him give you a Hebrews 4.12 right now. And then let his words come to you in love. Mm -hmm. Father, be about your business of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives. Father, this is your work. These are your prophetic words. This is your heart's desire for us and for you here on earth in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of your spiritual watchman. This is your work. Be about it, Father, right now. And as this video goes out over YouTube for years to come, be about your work. And build your new city of Jerusalem in humanity's spirit, where it will ring out and shine out to its own soul and out to all of nature and eventually on the new earth and all the galaxies that are out there. Father, help us to become all that you desire for us to become, that you have decreed and proclaimed in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. I'll see you beginning in verse number nine, part number 20 of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye.